I'm very late. Yeah, but that's you know why? Why even mention it now? This is just because I want to say because I want to tell the world I was at an audition. But you do this every time. I was we at do a, a very important audition. Okay. For my life. Um, so we had uh, Derek Beckles on the podcast today. Um, it's you know what. I think it's a, a feather in the podcast's cap to have someone like Derek Beckles come down and just shoot the shit with us and talk about the world inside his mind. Right, yeah. You got a taste of sitting down with Derek, having a pint of cider or coffee with him. Yeah, he was... Um, Don't have a pint of coffee. That's a lot of coffee. Is it, though? Not really. Really? Nah, some days it's like that for me. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so, Derek Beckles, he has been on the podcast before, specifically episode 68. Appearance number two from Derek Beckles. One more, and this guy is in the Black Coffee Brigade. And he is talks about some awesome stuff in yeah. the episode. I don't want to blow was... it for everybody here. No, won't tell you, but... But the TV carnage gets more discussed. Yeah, CV his CV is is quite impressive. TV carnage. Uh, what did he do in Vice? Head writer? No, I I think he was kind of almost an unofficial, unofficial. major contributor. That's right. how. And then he became a personality on VBS, and and uh, you know he did the, some other stuff a long time ago. But but in Vice. I think that a lot of the voice of the sort of maybe late 90s or early, even just the earliest days of Vice into the, you know, mid-2000s, you know, Derek's voice, as much as, say, Gavin McInnes' voice, and some, it really contributed to when you would laugh at Vice. Exactly. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And, and, um, and because of that, you know, Vice has become such an influence in pop culture these days. Not um, that we talk about Vice, by the way. We, yeah, actually, but but still. Um, but it's good that to, he should he, be his voice and his his brand of humor, his way of thinking has because through Vice and now through Adult Swim mm-hmm. has um, had quite an influence on I think pop culture in general. That could be giving him a lot of credit, but I think it's true. You know, he does these TV carnage uh, DVDs or shows or clips mm-hmm. or episodes. And it, he's a really good uh, representative of television because he's almost evidence that TV makes a lot of TV watching can actually make you smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, if you do it in a certain way, <laughs> couple it with a lot of things, and I use him as an example, you know, so it justifies my you, yeah. childhood mm-hmm. that I spent in front of the, the well, yeah. idiot tube. If you're watching TV, but you're also making a zine <laughs> and, you know, yeah, getting out there. absolutely. But now with the internet, it's all different, you know? I think these kids are so genius. They're, like, associating with moments in television. You know, the big thing are GIFs with, like, a subtitle. They're, they're catching the smallest moments, you know? If you go on Tumblr, it's all about these mini moments. But it's and also that's about really the what... simmer, man. You got to sit there. And yeah. the patience it takes. But I would say that Derek's approach actually is kind of more in line with the finding those tiny moments. Maybe the simmer is there, but it's... But he did it through learning, you know, and patience and watching hours and hours on end and nobody editing it for if him. If we 
can save the next generation time by encouraging them to find the good moments instead of sitting in front of every TV? That's not bad. Yeah, I, you know, no. I, I don't know because I, I really feel that... Um, They'll do more work. It won't make them not work. Well, how I, I feel like I'm an outsider to pop culture at times uh-huh. is the endless amount of hours I spent bored out of my mind watching boring television right. and just having the chance to analyze it in some sort of subconscious way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I know what you're talking about. You get up so early in the morning because you like cartoons that you're watching the farm report for no reason. That's something I remember doing when I was a kid. Or you're home for summer vacation and there's nothing on at two in the afternoon. So you got to watch either a game show or Uh, or some soap opera. You don't even know the storyline. You're watching Donahue or Montel Williams. That was how I discovered Jerry Springer was being sick at home one day at like 11 a.m. And I mean, Jerry Springer in the 1990s was... Not it was more like a heightened version of Geraldo than anything else. It was it was they would pit people who were basically racists on both sides of the spectrums and have them as guests on the show at the same time. And they'd had Gigi Allen famously on it and Guar and, and uh Oh all kinds of That was how I discovered uh, crazy people. <laughs> crazy stuff, yeah. yeah. But anyway. But anyways, um Yeah, so Derek basically took all of that. And turned it into the, what would you say TV Carnage is? TV like, Carnage is a, dist- a distillation of the every best slash worst moment. of television. Yeah, right. and, in, and not insane as he gets into in the podcast in a talk soup kind of roundup kind of way. Yeah. You and, know. And then he's graduated to Hot Package, which kind of takes the idea of TV Carnage to the next level. Yeah, it... Pa- it, it, it packages it hotly guys and it also is a glimpse inside of Derek Beckel's mind and what I gather from watching it and I've seen a few episodes and I've seen a lot of clips mm-hmm. um, I feel comfortable in Derek's world and here we go here's Derek Beckles the Tango Joe's podcast is the best around They play the kiddies, take us, go out, tell them for free I'm so glad I like to sometimes Jimmy in from fucked up, stop playing Hang Joe Joe Nick Flanagan sometimes joins Danko and co-hosts the podcast, and it's a real treat listening to Nick and Danko banner back and forth. I'm a huge fan of Nick's old punk bands, The Brutal Knights and Teen Crud Combo, and I've seen his stand-up comedy several times as well, and he is really funny. When the weather is bad and there's nothing much to do, take a listen, would you now, to what Danko Jones would do? It's the middle of the night and you better do it fast. Turn the speakers up loud for Danko's podcast. Well, uh, last time you're here, Derek Beckles is here. Last time Derek Hi, was here, white comedian Derek Beckles. <laughs> we had our fingers crossed that he's white, but he has black face permanently. It's a weird thing. I'm, you're going to have to delete that whole part. <laughs> what are you doing to this man? The, the conversation before. Yeah. Um, I was just discussing how I come. I, Committed to blackface <laughs> for life. Uh, but I did a thing on Super Deluxe years ago where I was wearing blackface or a darker brown face, and then they're like, We're gonna, "We can't show that." And then when I took my makeup off, they're like, "Oh shit, you yeah. really committed to this. You are a dark, you are a blackface." <laughs> and then they're like, "We really can't show this now." They took away your card, your race card. They gave you the race card. They gave me the race deck. They were playing with a full race deck. All I had was one race card. Have you ever had your race cards read? 
Yes. <laughs> I got the hangman. Uh, not. <laughs> I'm worried. My race cards had like a uh, cute little uh, Indy 500 uh, <laughs> vehicles right. on all them. All of the dead All men. black. All, all, all blackened. <laughs> looking like the charred remains of Luke Skywalker's family. <laughs> Speaking of which, since we've gone this far off... <laughs> yeah. uh, I maybe I mentioned this last time, but it's one of my favorite things. I just mention it whenever I have a chance. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of cars, and since we've you've asked me about the favorite license plate that I've ever wanted to have, yeah, that was a question. It was uh, <laughs> for uh, this girl I was dating named Kate Warden, and I wanted to get her a. Uh, I went to get her, but they wouldn't let me have the license that said uh, NGR LVR. Mm. Ooh, yeah, they wouldn't let you. <laughs> That doesn't that doesn't spell out anything really. No, no. I mean I, you, on bumper stumpers they would they would have no problem figuring <laughs> that one yeah. out. Yeah, I think wheel. I love of fort- how you just throw that wheel, out. Wheel of Fortune that would be a difficult round. Mm-hmm. Or people with glee would spell it out. I don't know. I do know that you could get out of it. You could say I, I went to Niger. I thought it was wonderful. <laughs> yes. There were tapirs. First time I saw Niger on a map when I was a kid, I was like, no way. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid, right? No way. So That's the last time Derek was here, uh, we had our fingers crossed that Hot Package uh, was going to be renewed, and it has been for yeah. a second season. Uh, do we have to cross our fingers for yet another time? Fingers are always, when you're on Adult Swim, everybody everybody's body contorts into a crossed finger. Hoping. But things are looking good for a third season. Wow. Um, and then uh, if that happens, when that happens, uh, there's going to be a carnival of delights. I've, I've mapped out another season and all the extraordinary people I want on it. Well, you really ramped it up on season two, which I haven't seen at all because <laughs> I can't get, I only get hot package Word is, updates you've ramped it up. I feel yeah. like on I did Instagram. See a few. Mm. On Instagram, well, I just the, get the clips. Here's the problem. It's I think it's still a problem in Canada with getting it through the proper channels, which is why everybody just goes, screw that, and I'm just yeah. going to find it on the web and download it. Can you do that? But I it's even so. been cheated uh, on the web a bit because now, for years now, they have that thing where if you want to watch a full episode of something, you have to like give your service provider... Right. On TV, so it, so it's like you can't even. You just have to watch clips. So most what shows, is this, Canada, yeah, exactly. It's like most most shows are just and are just the clips of right. uh, from shows. So I've seen a lot of Nathan for you, but there's certain newer episodes where I've just seen like it as a form of clips. Andy Daly's review. I mean, those were on TV, but no, literally no one has a TV. When are they going to face facts about TV? And ratings and stuff, and it's just an it's you can't measure it the same way. Anymore. I think Rob Ford's trying his best. He's not. I saw him at the Dairy Queen earlier today. <laughs> he was not at work. You really <laughs> ramped up the uh, the stars on the second season. I did. I mean, there's in in the Hot Package universe, which is an extension of the TV Carnage universe. I really like a particular type of celebrity and those are usually the people who have made very interesting choices in their careers and in their abilities are they in on the joke are they in on the joke when they get on set do Uh, they know what's going on no no i tell them as little as possible this year i had heidi fleiss and fabio and uh does fabio not know what's up i think fabio knows that he sold spray on butter and that he was like he has to know that he sold spray on butter and that he was (laughs) on a show called el capoco heath and said they just gave him one syllable words to say constantly (laughs) uh he was very sweet 
I mean, you know, he's the, uh, but you know, him, Heidi Fleiss, I chopped off uh, Pat O'Brien's head this season. Um, McGrath had, had it delivered to to me yeah. in a box. Mark McGrath. Mark is McGrath on the first. knows what's up, right? Mark McGrath was fantastic. Mark McGrath got a little bit upset because uh, when the show came out, there was a press release sent out saying that Mark McGrath died on a set, and then uh, it was all over the news for a day. And then I got a phone call from the network. They're like, "What the fuck is a this?" Press release like, you had nothing to do with. Right? I, I had nothing to do with, and then I. Uh, but his participation on the show, he's down with that, right? Like, oh he's, yeah, he's totally down with it. Yeah. That's the, the only. He's just not down. With how being about Corey Feldman? Dead. He wasn't like, happy about being dead. dead. I mean, he, for for probably I presume for like four or five hours of that day, he was a ghost dad. <laughs> yeah, taking his kids to school. <laughs> they probably knew before he did that he was dead. He's back. But how about how about Corey Feldman? Does Corey Feldman know what's up? Like, was he down with the whole? Corey Feldman showed up, and he was, again, you know, it's like, Los Los Angeles is like a three D TV carnage. It's a rent a human, so people just go like, I want one thousand gazillion, and then you go, how about fifty bucks? And they're like, or that. Right. So, <laughs> you're like, it's a day's work. Yeah. You're going to have show. a little more money for going into a room for like half like half the day. <laughs> so, so, they, yeah, exactly. I mean, and, you know, there's still, there's still, I mean, being on Adult Swim can't be a bad thing for anybody, you know, if you're, right. if you had glory of a particular era or are still trying to, to have glory. It's like, so he showed up and he was really great and everything, except he, you know, uh, he was supposed to be like this uh, preacher, and then he was turning it on to a certain in a certain way that we're just like I don't know if this is really going to be a the meatballs four type of yeah uh, it was meatballs the funny four. bone. So I was like, okay, uh, great, let's do that. And then he was sitting with uh, Jeff Dean Turner and. Right. Jeremy Evanstein. Who's Jeremy made, Evanstein? He's this new discovery I've made. Is he the singer man? The young he's singer? He's the guy who sings. He sounds yeah. like Michael McDonald. Right. But he, <laughs> he looks like he looks like uh, the guy who came in like 17th in a Gene Wilder lookalike contest. <laughs> he's awesome. Just because he walked in in a hat. Like, yeah. Like it's his hat that most resembled. Uh, so he was he was great. I did a video recently for Dirty Ghost. That, that it's a fun uh, video. It's a cool Ooh. video. The kids loved, and Jeremy's in that for the as song well. Cataract. For the song Cataract. Allison right. Baker. Allison Baker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all us. Uh, uh, um, Jeff Turner. You mentioned Jeff Dean Turner. What Here, the fuck right. is that guy's deal, man? Is, he's is from he for movie. real. Yeah, he was. I think we talked about this before, but he was like from a. He was from a movie called. I think we're alone. I think we're alone now. And he was uh, enamored with Tiffany, and he kept talking to. I mean, the documentary is about these two guys who are in love with Tiffany, and Jeff is one of them. But he's also encyclopedic about every possible star, uh, and then he you know he'll go off on tangents that you're just like, "This is fascinating. Not sure if it's possible, right? But it's fascinating. I don't know." If there is Lots a of mafia. spaceship yeah. in uh, the estuaries of uh, Central Park that only him and Alyssa Milano know the location. Yeah, he's a <laughs> Alyssa Milano stalker too. She, right? yes. I, I wouldn't 
say stalker. I'd say no, he's no, a, that's expert. too negative a I word. I'd say he's well, he's the celebrity expert on hot package. Yeah, yeah, he just knows everything about all of the celebrities. It's most creepy to know everything yeah. about. Yeah, Alyssa Milano, uh, probably Candace Cameron. I'm gonna put that out there. He probably has a few facts about Candace Cameron. He, he knows like he's got in there. Natalie Wood. He's he's convinced. Now this is when I was like, okay, Jeff, we got to stop talking about this. This is too crazy to talk about. He thinks Robert Wagner has nothing to do with her death. No way. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible. That's crazy. <laughs> was it Christopher Walken? I felt like I was talking to somebody who thinks O.J. killed his wife. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, you're one of those people. He's a big Natalie Wood uh, aficionado. Yeah. He likes Natalie Wood a lot. But he was... so. <laughs> but going back, Corey Feldman got trapped right. with these guys and they and I was just loving it. I was right. just like licking my lips. And so we just rolled on it. I told the camera guys to, uh, the, the people who, uh, they're called camera guys in the business. I told the camera guys to roll on it. Guys, and, uh, I'm not surprised they're called guys. This is 2015, we can't have... Male or female, they're yeah. called guys. I can't yeah. do anything about it. It's the union rules. So yeah. I told the camera guys to roll on it. And they rolled on it. And uh, uh, he was just being like attacked by... Uh, like in like it was a gangbang conversation with with him in the center and he was conversationally being right uh, bukkake spit roasted yeah spit roasted bukkake by uh, Jan Terry Jeff Dean Turner Jeremy Evanson and uh, Jennifer Day how'd you get Jan Terry I didn't know that <laughs> this is your second like you, she was in your first season right oh was uh, she she was I interviewed her in the first season yeah and then I was what like you, I need to have do? her back what do you do do you just like sit on a throne and go <laughs> Uh, and just log on to the internet and go, I want her. Yeah, it's so great. I want this guy. Like, it's an amazing thing to be it's able a bur- to. It's a throne made from burlap and yeah. <laughs> It's a But it's, I spray the end of gold. Yeah, it's a reimagined throne. Like, do you go like, do you go like, do you have sessions like, I, I want like Carmine from Laverne and Shirley. Great idea. Make it happen. Yeah. You know who I was looking for? And if you're listening, because I know you are. Uh, Larry from uh, Three's Company. Oh, Richard Klein. <laughs> Richard Klein. And somebody gave me his card. Yeah. Because all you have to do is mention a name in Los Angeles and somebody pulls a card out and the person... <laughs> He's out there, man. He teaches some sort of acting class. Oh. I, I am and obsessed by, with Three's Company. Yeah. I mean, you can't... You, there's no way you can't be. It's like it was very honest in what it was, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> something I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck it was. <laughs> and then... The uh, colors. The, the colors were interesting. It was just tit jokes and falling down. Yeah. It was like... Uh, uh, Benny Hill for dumb people. Bridging. It was a bridging role for Don Knotts, right? Yeah. Like sort of. Wait, yeah. are you guys cutting Don down Oscar. Three's Company? No, no I'm just saying. No. When I say dumb people, I mean very smart people. How about Judith Light? Judith Light, yeah. another great one. She hey, 13-year-olds, is... if you're still hanging in there, there's more to come. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Judith Light was kind of like... I, more I, names I that you could Judith, give a shit about. Judith Light, Wendy Judith Malick. Light, I love when, Judith Wendy Light. Malick is in that world, I feel, you know? Do you know when I first saw Judith Light on TV when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's a man. <laughs> I was convinced, and I was like, when are they... I guess this show's about them not knowing that's a man. And then I, Judith who's Light the boss? Like yeah, and then I re- that's what I thought was going on. I was like, I guess he's like in a secretly <laughs> pretending he's dead and he's come back as a woman, and these people are going to find out. I'm not sure what the payoff is yet, and I kept watching 
to find out what the payoff would be, and there wasn't one. Yeah, the, well, the payoff. And then I realized when I got older, I, I, kind of, not kind of, I just did. I just naturally evolved into a person that was capable of jerking off to Judith Light. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, well, she is kind of attractive. Yeah. I kind of like this vibe. She looks like she was born in in a tobacco field or something, like in the back in a pack of cigarettes. Oh God, man, you're speaking about the woman that I jerk off to. <laughs> Who might be on a hot package season four. Yeah, but what's horrible would love to that. say about that is that like we also were so conditioned to say that kind of thing about Judith Light because she was the constant butt of you are tall, you are a man, you are gross. In who's the boss? Wasn't yeah, that she's the thing? Hot though is what I'm getting back. At. I can't remember yeah, no. the like the ongoing jokes about. But each she did character. fall in love with Tony at the end. Yeah, I think so. they married, didn't they? I'm trying to. I'll tell you who I'm trying to get. Kelly LeBrock. Nice. That would yeah. be good. Nice. Wouldn't that be great? Anybody who's slept with Steven Seagal is welcome on my show. <laughs> did you really? She was married to him. She must have. I did not know that. Yeah. He had to at least have, I mean, potentially choked her at least once in bed <laughs> while ramming the daylights out of her. Would you ever have, like, how could you get Steven Seagal? Do you ever try to map out? Like, I've interviewed a- Steven Seagal, or Seagal, uh, Steven Seagal, uh, on the radio machine, it was, it was, anyways, it was like a few years ago, and uh, he, I started asking about Arsenio, and he got very prickly. Why the fuck you asked me about He was like, I want to talk about that. And I was like, but you did say it was like your, you know, your life could be in danger. What do you mean by that? And he's like, this is going to be over if we keep talking about this. It's kind of, I'm kind of doing like a Clint Eastwood <laughs> <laughs> mixed with. Do you think he has a shot to be Trump's running mate? Possibly Steven Seagal, I like mean, a Seagal. That would be a Trump. ticket. That'd be quite a ticket. I mean, that's that's a movie I'd go see. That's <laughs> people who I'd want to have run a country. That's oh, they, everything. They, they that's an ice cream flavor. <laughs> that is all kinds of shit I'd be interested in. They would be. That's like an interesting thing about. I feel if you vote in someone like even Donald Trump to the presidency, you'll really get a sense of the life of leisure that they lead, and that they're like the way that Rob Ford would never come into work. Yeah, like these guys would do that if they were president, but they would be president. I honestly think that, like, if Segal got to that level of Mm -hmm. have people having to deal with him. he would. I'm. I'm sure. Like Trump would just like nod at him, and he would have no problem like grabbing people by the throat and right. picking them up. Like I'm not even. Like I just think you'd just be like, and America would be kick ass again and start getting shit done. Because for some reason, I do believe people. It's like the like American politics is just like the. It's like you know. It's like this weird S and M kind of fucking thing where mm-hmm. the world's like, yeah, we hate you because. You're such a bully, but secretly everybody wants yeah. a little bit of a choking and a spanking. We want to be bullied, and we <laughs> yeah. want a bully. So, so I really, think you're fulfilling every I aspect think the of the world's going back around to like, can I just get an old smack on the tushy and a little <laughs> bit of a choke, please? <laughs> right, well, well, because from Obama, they're just getting like it's it's like having a. Um, just a very calm, like a dad that you don't know if he loves you. Yeah. As president, you know. I mean, he's like a he's like a he's like a groovy teacher that you really yeah. enjoyed in school and you learned a lot from. But you also know you could take seventeen days off of, right? Of, of, you know, somehow. Like, why are they always smoking? I always see them on school grounds. Like, like you just, it's like yeah, I don't know. He just he feels like a great guy, smart guy, came into a high school in 
Kentucky in 1961, right. in and the they were not ready for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're our new principal. He's doing no pretty good regardless. That's the one thing that makes you that 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 probably means that they're not gonna that Trump is not gonna be victorious in 2016. But part of me thinks he might become the Republican candidate. I hope that Trump <laughs> becomes. I mean, look, he's. He has to. He's pissing off everybody, which is also great. It's the. It's, I mean, it's idiocracy. Well, they're just afraid, man. Those people are just afraid. He's telling it like it is. He's talking straight. He's not afraid to call people garbage cans. Yeah, he's a cranky <laughs> uncle. Yeah, totally. well, people love that. Yeah. People love their cranky uncle. Yeah, by marriage. By marriage, <laughs> and, but he also owns like a steel manufacturing company, and he yeah, just gets right. to like scream out whatever he wants, and nobody yeah. tells him to shut up. Sure, come to the steel man. Manufacturing company I own. You're welcome there. We'll throw you in the. We'll throw you in the hot burning metal. I hate Mexicans. Day. I love Mexicans. Yeah, exactly. It's like. Has he said he loves Mexicans? He says they're great people. He has a lot of them that work for him. He will get the Mexican <laughs> right, vote. Right. 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 <laughs> it's like it's so unbelievable. Ever even the fact that so many Spanish language news places. Just went straight partisan as soon as that happened. So now like, the anchors are like, "That's so the great fuck thing, Donald man. Trump." But they're like announcing the news. That's the great thing is that he is like exposing everybody's like need to editorialize, and it's like you can't as a reporter, even if yeah. you're like <laughs> interviewing, like you. It's like people want to like. Yeah, it's crazy. So I love what he's doing. I really do. I love that he's exposing all this bullshit all around. Like. In every direction. Well, that's it because it's while point, being like this completely incompetent, yeah, idiot. <laughs> it's fantastic. I guess it's so close to Gene Simmons or Snoop Dogg running for president. Mm -hmm. It's so close to yeah, that. Yeah, Gene Simmons is another good example. If Gene Simmons, he is basically the Gene, like the yeah, the, yeah. It, it it was um, what's his face? Uh, Seth Meyers yeah. described him as the. Uh, as the an, a know it all at an OTB. What? Like, oh, yeah. I'll track that in. Like, like the, he has like the, the arrogance of a, of a know it all at an OTB. And I was like, yeah, that's basically. These people are idiots. <laughs> they don't know about uh, Lucky Lucy's. That horse uh, isn't going to win. Oh, yeah. it won. I won. He's always got an answer. He's great. Well, are you writing on Hannibal's show now? I was. I was writing on Why with Hannibal Burris. Hannibal's great. He's uh, he's in the news lately for he, obvious reasons. I mean, for uh, Sir William taking down <laughs> taking down <laughs> Sir William Cosby. He was the guy. He uh, he mentioned something that everybody knew about Bill Cosby, mm -hmm. but we're, we're you know right. A lot of people knew about. So also Hannibal of... throws that kind of thing. The way he throws it out there is just so informal, and you know it. He can barely probably help himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's genuinely what he's thinking, and he's just saying it to this crowd. Yeah, he he took him to. T I mean, it was kind of like everything you want to know about Bill Cosby that is already out there, but you're yeah. afraid to look up again. Right. right. <laughs> it was like the new Woody Allen movie. Ironically, yeah. Woody Allen's directing that movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, it's like you know. Here's what happened though. I think he he's like a fantastic mind and funny, a really funny guy, and a specifically wonderful weirdo and uh, I think Comedy Central was just like well he's in the news with Cosby let's mm. fucking yeah. uh, right. give him this show and everything so 
There wasn't even a pilot for it. They just, just gave like, him the show. So wow. we were figuring out the show while we were watching it. Is it I mean, writing it. And watching it, yeah. actually. Sketch show? Or what, what is it? And it, no, I mean, it's man up. There's some streeters. It's like, it's a hodgepodge of yeah. stuff. I mean, it's funny, because like Hannibal mentioned it, too, on his show. But he was like, they said no to the pilot that I actually did, which was like this pilot of him uh, just going around America working odd jobs and just interacting with people. And they said no to that pilot, and they were like, based on us saying no on this pilot, how would you like to have a show? <laughs> and so. he's, a, he's a stand-up more than anything else, too, which can be, you can't, like, they always try to do that with Comedy Central where they, like, port a stand-up to, like, a completely, like, being on TV, and they're like, Anthony Jeselnik, here, you, let's just have you all be dark and, like, trade barbs for, like, an, a half Didn't he hour. have a show for, like, yeah. a season or something? Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's. I think what they do is they throw, they, I think what networks do in general, it's it's like, a, they'll just like, kind of, I don't know, they'll, they'll dress up the person that they have uh, obtained. They'll just go like, we're just going to put this on you and this on you and this on you. And the person comes out looking like a crazy, look, looking like they're like a Zardos c- cowboy from yeah, Zebulon it, Seven, and in like in like high heeled shoes, hanging with his analogy, everyone. And then they go like, "What do you think?" And people are like, "I don't know what that is." Yeah. And then they're like, nah, "Okay, sorry, yes. you're out of here." And it's like it's not it's not has nothing to do with the person who's at the center of of the, these shows, and. Uh, you know, I think that's. I think you know. I just think that happens all the time. With with Hannibal's show, it was. Uh, I think it was really finding itself. And but there was only eight episodes, and hopefully there's going to be another season. I loved writing on it, and I worked with great people. And there's, there's like a, lot of writers with great histories and. and was the fat like, Jew in there in the mix? Was the one of the writers? Was the head writer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, no, he didn't get his Comedy Central deal, but he was shoehorned into writing on he was He was great. And there's like so many things that felt so familiar, but he had his own take on them. Right? Yeah. He put his name on them. I don't uh, know. I think Hannibal's like a very, very unique person and, and one of the more naturally funny, but not, he's... It's he just responds naturally, you know. If that makes any sense, yeah. It's, he's like it's, he's a really he's a really really funny guy. Like he genuinely is. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, I, you know, my instincts would be to just like, uh, give let somebody do a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude, so, so he gets a season that. two. He gets uh, season two does a pilot right. before season yeah, two. Yeah, I think season two should be the pilot. <laughs> No, man, it's like it, uh, it was a it was a great experience. Like I'm, I was psyched to know that I was working with him, and I, you know, I'd, I'd known him from before that, but I was mm-hmm. really fucking excited to. I just, uh, I just hate that uh, networks kind of just like right blast things out that you have to find your footing. You have to find your camera. footing while you're doing it, yeah. and like right. yeah, and then like to have to have to do that while you're on camera isn't easy. It's kind of like it's kind of like with a band signing a record deal. Nowadays, you're not really given the, the the opportunity to have like two, three bum records before you. Yeah, find exactly. Your voice. Like that's exactly the thing too. It's like I was, I was like, yeah, that's a really good point. I was like talking to somebody about that recently too, where it's just like, remember when bands used to like 
Like Thin Lizzy put out like sixteen three albums, albums yeah. before anybody yeah. had before a, they before popped. They yeah. yeah, yeah. And you go back and it's like, fuck, those are really good albums. Yeah, the Bee Gees. <laughs> the Bee Gees had a whole thing before they were, you yeah, know, super yeah. famous. Yeah, it's it, and now it's just mm-hmm. like they come to you. Every network does this. Every network does this. It's just like there's like we want something that's gonna go viral, and I'm just like, well, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. What else do you want from Santa Claus? Everybody yeah. wants But what that. it does is every, it just reduces every, every kid quality. wants their favorite BB gun yeah. and uh, Nintendo uh, BB gun. I'm <laughs> not behind the times, <laughs> uh, kids. They were still hanging in. Uh, but yeah, everybody wants everybody wants the, their the Nintendo BB guns and the... their PlayStation dresses and uh, <laughs> all their favorite stuff. And it's like, yes, isn't, wouldn't that be a wonderful world if you could just have what you wanted? And we could just magically make it happen. <laughs> but it's like, someone they're just like, we want something viral. And it's like, great. That's good for you. That's what but you want. Huh? What they're really saying is, okay, let's we change it up. Spend, we didn't yeah. want we that, want, but now we, we want our money made. <laughs> we want our fail. money made back immediately, is really what they're saying. We yeah, want to make our like, investment back as soon as possible. What, they're also saying, like, know. we want to be relevant. Yeah. Make us relevant. And yeah. It's like, what, like... <laughs> what do you do? I don't even know what kind yeah. of shoes you make. What do you yeah. do? I don't fucking get it. You're not a shoe company? Oh, you're not even in shoes. I thought you were in shoes. And seasons are funny now, too, because people are sort of like, so they gave us a two-episode order, and now we're going to season two for, uh, we're doing a one-episode <laughs> yeah. order of season two. Yeah. <laughs> and season three is going to be, yeah. it's going to be half an episode. Season four did is you, just going to be. It's just like, everybody's <laughs> just like, yeah, it's just, it's like, it's, it's like being a baseball player. Yeah. And it's just like, mm, you're going down to AAA or whatever the fuck it's called. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, and but it's always gonna... immediate. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> ah, you didn't go viral on TV, so we're sending you to the internet this season for your show. And it's like, what? How, how, did, how did you, how did you meet up with Hannibal? Like, how... Like were you? Did he reach out to you? Going, Derek? he asked me what I was doing in the su- last summer. Last, uh, sorry, in, in in the spring, I was I was in the. You were on was, Eric Andre, right? I was on Eric Andre. Was so you were writing for Eric Andre. And Hannibal was on yeah. that show. And Hannibal was on that show. And right. I, I did a lot of uh, writing for uh, Eric's show. And uh, also fucking a great thing to write. That's write a cool on. show. That's mm. a really awesome I show. I mean, it's just like, I get to... I, it's all, I, had like car, I had like boxes and boxes of things I wanted to do. I pitched a show that was called No Fixed Address in Canada years ago. I remember that. Ago. That was about a talk. It was like my version of a talk show. We spitballed then, on it. Yeah, and then I and, and then I did like a then I wrote a wrote some some uh, some uh, talk show ideas for Adult Swim, and then because they were looking for a talk show, and then Eric got his show, and I was like, I have so many boxes of ideas up in my attic, uh-huh. in my yeah. brain, because I wanted to do a show like this, and I was like, this is exactly this is like this is the way to do it, and we. We all figured it out, and and it became this fucking great thing. And, and I mean, like, and it's representative of Eric's energy and everything. So it's a fucking this perfect storm. And it's like, uh, and anyways, that's how I got to know Hannibal. And then Hannibal, uh, yeah, he texted me and said, "What are you doing this summer?" And I was like, "That is a I like hearing that." Big question from you. <laughs> what do you What do you got in mind? Yeah. So that's what you. That's how you spent your summer. Yeah, doing was the show. On is the it show. airing now or like? What yeah, is it, it aired. Yeah, started, yeah. started or? It I don't know if in Canada if you see that. I saw one clip. I mean, I it was. You, I got to watch it. It was uh, like it worked on my thing, and it was him interviewing uh, on the street a religious guy who kept on bringing up guns and and uh, yeah and Jesse Jackson out of nowhere. Like he was basically someone yeah. who was like 
I don't know. It was crazy. Yeah, check it out. There's chunks of it online. Uh-huh. So it's called Why? Why with Hannibal Burris. Right. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was funny. I mean, it was just nice watching Hannibal be... I, I didn't watch any of the, like, sketches or, or stuff. It was, so it was just... That was basically just Hannibal being very much himself. Yeah. You know, talking with this guy. It was very entertaining. Um, and also th- aggressive and kind of a Also, <laughs> you know, the, the, the last thing to, to the point of, like, how networks like to do things is it's like... It's also analogous to like when we go on that road trip together, all four of us best friends. We're gonna check out every small town and do all this cool stuff, and we're gonna do it. And then you just you right. get into a fight and you blast through. You're just like you're just like eat a burrito. Let's fucking we can get home in thirty six hours. So Let's there's always sleep. So you always bought things. Everybody they're like, oh yeah, wouldn't that be? And the network's the one who owns the car and yeah. wants to get the road trip together. And you're like, yeah. this sounds great. Great, and then when you're on the road, it was like, I don't have any money for gas. Why you is, money why for is that is the only exact you got from a gas station? <laughs> that's that's the exact relationship with a band and a Label. record label. Yeah. And it's like we want you guys to do you. Even like Mark McGrath told me when he when when uh, and then when you do you, they're like, nah, that's not what we're looking for. <laughs> yeah. And then and Mark McGrath told me that when, uh, when he was doing extra, which is why I wanted to get him for a package because the first oh, season I had right. the first season I had Pat O'Brien, and then I got so. He said, "I was like, what was that like?" He's like, "It was, he was trippy. They uh, they said they were looking for me and my energy and me to do what I do and just don't change a thing." And he goes, "So he showed up for work as him, backwards <laughs> hat, himself, thirty-seven years old, being himself." And he was like, <laughs> "No, but he was like, he he." Uh, they and they said to him right away, like, uh, "No, no, 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 that's not what you're going to be doing." Right, you're gonna be this guy, and he's like, "But that's not me." No, no, we Wearing actually like sourced a... your energy. You don't even have your energy right. We've got your DNA here. <laughs> yeah. This is your energy. Here, drink this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Going, drink going back to, to Hot Package, um, you also had David Cho, and yeah. I know there's a vice connection. There's with a vice you connection with Cho. me and David, and so, I've known David for years. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm like DVD ASA is my favorite podcast. Yeah, I, I love what he's trying to do. He did like what he was trying to do. He did so. a great thing with Vice years ago when we started up Vice TV. Right. Or when I started up, and he would just go hitchhiking. Right. And just with like, his buddy, that's right? That's crazy. With yeah. a buddy of his? It was really good. It was really good. I'm trying to, I want to. Was that I on keep, TV? Was keep, that like Vice TV kind of stuff? Or yeah, like VBS? early, early, stick, yeah. early VBS. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I keep talking to him about us doing something. Like we're constantly like we gotta do blah blah blah. So hopefully they'll. Here's my thing about David. Like listening to his podcast, uh, he always says he hates Canadians. Is that just a thing? (laughs) What is that? And I'm like, well, you're you're aligned with Vice. Yeah, now you're on Derek's hot package. It's probably because he's been surrounded by so many Canadians. He's built up this (laughs) loathing. (laughs) Uh, He's not the only one. Americans. Hate Canadians. Generally. Americans love Canadians because we're so nice and everything, <laughs> yeah. and then they're just like they get to know us. Then they right. get to know us, and, and they like, realize oh, you guys the niceness, are fucking yeah. evil. It's actually just this like chocolate <laughs> veneer over like yeah. a suppository that yeah. is not like a harmful suppository. <laughs> yeah, like a like a uh, cat's dick. Like a cat's dick. <laughs> <laughs> nice going cat's in, dick. not nice coming out. <laughs> I but wouldn't know. But yeah, like, what's, <laughs> what, what's so? What, what's the deal with Cho? Uh, he, we, we, I asked him to be on the show. It was like for this segment where we were supposed to do the salute to Hollywood. I have to, I have to like shoot my show so quickly. Like we have so little time to fucking shoot it. Uh, 
You hear that now, Mark? Give me more time. Um, but it's like we have to, we just, uh, the amount that we get done, like it speaks volumes to like Absolutely, which is Tim and Eric's uh, production company and, and the people who work over there. We, we literally pull off a fucking miracle whenever we, 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 we make that show and we cram so much in. In the second season, people start finding it more and they're just like, holy fuck, this show has so much in it, which I love. It's just like a discovery mm -hmm. process. And, and uh, when I asked Joe to be on the show, it was for this segment that I was going to do this salute to Hollywood. And I was going to do the salute to Hollywood in blackface because I like doing stuff in blackface whenever I have the opportunity. I've been doing it for several years and I love the redundancy of a... Uh, I, I'm afflicted with partial uh, uh, blackness. Uh <laughs> PB. So, yeah, PB. Uh, there's a PB and J joke in this. Right. I, was like, <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, oh, fuck. I don't PB know and J, that's you. Yeah, yeah. that's me. So, and, uh, Jewish. so I love PB and Jewish. Yeah. Part black and Jewish. Here we go. Whoa! We did it, PB man. And J. <laughs> we did it. God. Right here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to do it in blackface, and the, the standards and practices were like, no, we don't know about that. And I was like, I know about it. Let me do blackface. It's the so, problem with a half Jewish guy in blackface, or it would be the reason why we of, yeah. can't laugh at Derek Beckles in blackface. Yeah, I know. These are, these are articles they're, that they're picturing. Uh, so I, so it ended up. I ended up just wearing no shirt and putting like this like horribly caric like this caricature of like African <laughs> fucking worse. tribal. Yeah, it was worse. worse. I was like, I'm just gonna step it up, and they're like, as long as it's not blackface, as long as you're just making every you're just. Presuming every African person walks around in a grass I mean, the shirt's skirt cool. The shirt's cool. And has paint around their nipples. Shirts and erotic. war paint on. That's fine. <laughs> so I did that, and uh, David Cho came out as this like Oriental, like the kind of person, like a guy who's like, "There's Chinaman food in my town. Yeah, there, you got these Orientals make Chinaman food. It's pretty good." Yeah, the way that racist <laughs> stereotyping of like Asian people's eyes was so off on their eyes. It was so like an Asian person. Intentionally squinting is like the actual like the white the white representation yeah. circa World War Two let's yeah. say and it's so fucked up. It's that breakfast at Tiffany. Yeah, yes. it's Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. It's Mickey, yeah. So it's yeah. So exactly. So so I made, I had him I had him come out as Mickey Rooney essentially in Breakfast at Tiffany's and then uh, and then the whole thing spirals out of control and I saw I salute to Hollywood is just a fucking mess. I man. saw a clip <laughs> of it. He's wearing like some sort of like. Japanese rising sun yeah. oh, head bandana yeah. Yeah. with like with wooden uh, like a <laughs> what you call it oh not, like bam, not, not bamboo, sandals but yeah, yeah like, kind of sandals and like a and a, it was thongs, just like clogs yeah, clogs. yeah clogs. it was like a horrible <laughs> character awesome. and then Jeremy Evanstein comes out and he he comes out as a cowboy and we're like cowboys a Hollywood cowboy slaughtered Hollywood Indians what are you doing and then he's thin, you know, and then it falls off the rails right. we get mad at him for being racist that's a big part of Hot Package is these sort of moments of uh, uh, stress <laughs> where like yeah. somebody it's in you know like yeah I like to make it nowhere. I make it I like to make it very stressful and I like to pretend like I'm making an entertainment a magazine entertainment magazine show that is uh I'm I'm pretending it's a story arc, and right? right. So, which which yeah. is what made me laugh and made uh, Lazo laugh and everything when we started this, embarked on this endeavor eight thousand years ago, and so uh, 
you know that that's that's what I love doing is like squeezing a bullshit arc into mm. a fifteen minute entertainment show where there's something going on, something mm. there's some sort of conflict and rising conflict, and then yeah. there's gonna be a resolution. Yeah. And it's like what? Why are you fucking <laughs> yeah. doing and a that? Dispatch, like, you know. We yeah. just got word. Then I recently just did this sitcom pilot with Courtney Love. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Called the Hopes. What? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. So I did this show with Courtney Love called The Hopes. She plays mm-hmm. my wife. Bobby J. Thompson is one of our sons. This other kid, Jack Knight, is our other son. Bobby J. Thompson of the Shutterbugs. Of the Shutterbugs. The from human, giant human giant thing from years ago. Fucking yeah. genius. So. Wow. Uh, so uh, how game is she? How game is she? <laughs> she was. That sounded a sexual. Question. question in nature. <laughs> well, you know. So, dude, is she game? <laughs> no, did and you, I did not know that would be well, such an many, accurate impression of you that I would suddenly... <laughs> is that me? Shame, dude. Sorry, I'm just... I'm looking, I shouldn't be doing it. Now I'm just like looking through my... This is, this is great radio. You looking made, through you, my phone for I'll just picture. I'll just do my impression of you introducing... You make me sound like a, the first I, time I'm at the beach. <laughs> That's amazing. I'll send it and to you. the best part is your wig. She's, yeah. good, she's good at angling her head. Wig. I'm not even looking at her. And are you in blackface? That's amazing. One I can't remember. No, I'm wearing camouflage paint because I'm a conspiracy <laughs> theorist and uh, a Tea Party member. Uh, and uh, my wife, uh, Courtney, Courtney Love, Love. Uh, runs a, a, a modeling agency. And we live uh, in Clive, uh, uh, Cl- the, the town of Clive, which is like half an hour outside of Des Moines. Well, see, the thing is, when you're obsessed with Des Moines, and then I found out there's a town close to Des Moines called Clive, and I was Clive, like, Clive, oh, Iowa. <laughs> That's where we're from. <laughs> well, when I think of you and anyone Clive attached Iowa. to you, Clive I always Iowa. put them on the set of Hot Package. So right. obviously, this is actual. This is an actual sitcom. This isn't any. This is a sit- hot This is a horrible sitcom. Right. Uh, it's. I mean, it's got everything you need from a sitcom, and again, I love pretending that there's. A story arc. I love writing things that actually do have real stories. Laugh track. And there's a laugh track. But again, this is like I just you just pl- I just plow through the 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 storyline uh, really quickly, and there and then you know there's nothing. It's just a bunch of events connected. It's like I've wanted to make a stream of consciousness sitcom for a long time, and wow. and I I did this one, and I want to make. I want to keep making like these these weird streams. Stream how was it? So how was it working with consciousness? What do you mean exactly? What I mean is like I mean yeah you could slack you you could yeah but I mean like it's it's you go stream, with sitcoms the, have gotten to the point where they essentially to me feel like they're just stream of consciousness like people are sure just, so well, the way I do it and the way I've been writing it is just like everything's motivated by somebody's action yeah like, so, so somebody comes through the doors and it's like guys the bikini yeah. chicks are here to wash the cars yeah. you know and then you go outside and there's the bikini chicks there and then you're washing the car and it's like oh my god I'm late for that appointment down at the yeah. good shooting range you know and then it's like there's something to and then somehow at the end of it I feel like there's, there's something some to sort of, there's some sort of Resolution, yeah, but it's not a resolution. Yeah, or it's if it is, it's like yeah. a not even Deus Ex Machina. It's like, and I feel like there's some kind of base in um, movies like there's John, there's John Waters post Hairspray. He kind of had this weird like like Pecker and Crybaby specifically yeah. have that to them where they absolutely they're in that form. And a lot of his other movies, but you know, yeah. it's it's in a cookie cutter that's then. They're, you're just filling it with some cookie. It's great because some other they, stuff, you they know? believe rocks. And if they believe, you believe. 
So it's just yeah. like if it's kind of like if if you have the essence of building it, they will come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how like is it doesn't even have to be built. How is yeah. Courtney it looks Love like to... it's being built? They'll come. <laughs> how was Courtney Love to work with? She was great. That's what yeah. I meant by rolling with. Yeah, she was. The she was. Yeah. Uh, the first thing she said was, "I almost didn't show up." Uh, I'm just making. Now she sounds like Knoxville. <laughs> I know. <this. laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, um, and, then nice. <laughs> and then, uh, and then she showed me the text, and then Baby she goes, Marvin. "Is this a sitcom?" And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "With a laugh track," and I was like, "Yep." And she goes, "Fuck!" <laughs> and walks away, and I was like, "Oh." oh. And then there's like, I, to be honest, 95 percent of me was just like, "Awesome." This is why I have her here. I fucking love her. So, uh, and then, like, as the day went on, she totally got it and thought it was great. And at the end, she was, like, very, very, uh, she was, like, she was honestly amazing. She was, like, really, she was really funny. She's, she's a, a funny comedic actor. And she, once she was rolling with it, she totally got it. She, she like got she's and she also a great got, time in it. In she a got lot of the clips. Yeah, she got. Yeah. I mean, like she got oh, this, like this the weird nebulous the world it was supposed to exist in, without me. And the point of having her on there wasn't to like point and laugh at her ever. Mm-hmm. She did exactly what I was hoping she would do, and it was like a. But I was taking a chance energy, because you, yeah, right? you don't like, know if somebody's yeah. gonna be able to 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 work within these like like really specific kind of uh, parameters where you want people to to not be like to be unflapped you uh-huh. know about what's going on in the universe mm-hmm. and play it completely straight without playing to it like you're playing it yeah. straight without injecting you know everything needs or to be ideally so- they're doing that but it's they don't know that it's actually working on right. a third level. Yeah. Yeah. And their attempt at meta or whatever yeah. and heightening it is actually also so odd. Yeah, <laughs> that it somehow works. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no winks to the camera. There's zero winks. Or the, if they are we're trying to wink, it's a fucked up wink. Like both their eyes winking. Yeah, I mean like it's winking. In, in this in the sitcom, in this in the hopes, there's like there's the, the winking that goes on is that uh, the catchphrases are so atrocious, you know. And it's very presentational to the camera. Every every. How do take, you know about this? I, I may have seen it somehow. But how is this on? It by from Kazaa. Oh, private links. Yeah, Naxter. Yeah. No, but, but here's here's my thing: is you've shot Naxter. one episode, the pilot. Yes, I did. What happens if it doesn't get picked up? What happens to that pilot? I think there's I a think whole legion of people. Your last pilot. <laughs> oh no! It's gonna be it's gonna be released. It's I'm actually. Uh, uh, what I want to do is uh, just put it in festivals. Uh, so I'm putting it in a couple festivals, and then after that, uh, there's already people who are interested in okay. it. Uh, so the whole th- the whole thing is to uh, just get more of them made, which it's going to happen. Oh my so god, it sounds I'm amazing. Well, I uh, can't wait to uh, hear about season three of Hot Package. Yeah, Hot man. Package, I'm suck s- it back. It's a fucking great show. It did really well this year. I'm excited about making more of them. So, so thanks, Derek. Thanks Thank for you, coming sir. down. Thank you. Thanks. Woo! I faded it out for you. So you don't have to do that. <laughs>